0: This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I've found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yai, yai, Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello there. From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 21, Kansas State. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Merchandise. With the logo of this podcast on it. Look at your show notes. Like, look at your phone right now. See the description. There's a link in the description where you can click on that and get to the Unreasonable Doubt merch store. Get the merch. Revenge game, right? <laughs> Looking at social media, uh, Fans were not impressed today with the West Virginia win. West Virginia did win, by the way. Spoiler alert. They avenged their loss from two weeks ago in Manhattan, Kansas. Beats Kansas State at home 66-57. to And West Virginia is good enough that the fan base is like, ah, we only beat Kansas State by nine. And Kansas State, let's be clear, they're they're towards the bottom of this league, right? But they're still pretty good. They're good at defense. And West Virginia, not great at offense, and can still win by nine. Actually, this Kansas State game felt very familiar, had the same beats as the Missouri game, right? First half, low scoring. West Virginia builds a lead. The opponent cuts the lead. And so, just like the Missouri game, West Virginia goes into halftime up three. I don't think they were up three against Missouri. I think it was closer than that. I think it was a two point lead. And then the second half, a lot of the same beats of the Missouri game. West Virginia builds the lead, gets it up to around 13 or 14. And instead of winning by 23, They win by nine. But kind of the same beats. This never got really concerning. Kansas State cut it to eight late. But uh, Chase Harler. Chase Harler was the closer today. Substantial minutes for Chase. Under three minutes to play. He hit a couple of baskets back to back. One was a three. One was close to being a three. To keep the lead that was That was inching down to eight or nine, getting it back up in the double digits each time. So, Chase Harler coming through with clutch senior shots. Like that. The star of the day today for WVU, the clear MVP, Derek Culver. 19 points, 14 rebounds. He could have had more points. But remember that last game where he made like... Almost all of his free throws. And Huggins said, I spent an hour with Derek. That's what happened. Well, I don't. Uh, in with, with love and respect, uh, there was not an hour spent with Derek Culver. <laughs> between the Texas Tech game and this game. Because he was, I believe, three of nine from the free throw line. So, not great. Kind of back to what we've been experiencing with Derek, Derek Culver from the free throw line. Scary in the second half, early second half, Derek Culver. I think the first possession of the second half. It looked like he bumped elbows with a Kansas State player and his arm went like dead. And he was shaking it. They actually had to call timeout like a, a injury timeout to get him off the court to the locker room. He came back fairly quick and went back in the game. On the replay, it almost looked like a funny bone injury, and that's a real thing—the funny bone injury. Oh, what what's worse than getting hit in the funny bone? <laughs> Plenty of things, right? But it's a it's a weird sensation, and that's what it looked like. But Huggins talked about after the game that Culver's been dealing with this issue on and off. That it's a sprain. Uh, I'm not clear if it's a a Elbow sprain or a wrist sprain, some kind of sprain. This is not the first time we've seen this, but he he played great. And we needed all of Derek Culver's 19 points. Uh queue up the one hour of 101 time with Huggins to get the free throws back in order before the next game. Outside of Derek Culver's points, the rest of the. So he had 19. So the rest of the what what 66 minus 19? Oh <laughs> the rest of the 47 points came from everybody in a in small doses. All right. Oscar only shot the ball twice, but made his free throws. He ends up with eight points and eight rebounds. Deuce McBride, seven points. Not his best shooting day. Two of nine shooting for Deuce. But he had substantial minutes. He was second at minutes behind Derek Culver. Brandon Knapper, welcome back. I thought he might be in the doghouse. In fact, he's been battling illness. He was back today. He had five points. Had a couple of funky turnovers. But Huggins trusting Knapper late in the game. Knapper was closing the game for WVU. And in the last couple of minutes did not turn the ball over so that was great and then everybody else like a bucket here a bucket there it was not it was not a a sight for uh it's not like you watch WVU Kansas State and be like if this is basketball then i'm in the the opposite of that it's it's a rough watch right today you know, I look at box scores. Do you look at box scores, right? If you let's say you had to go somewhere and miss the game, and you're not going to watch it, you just don't have time. You're a busy person. You look at the box score, and the box score will typically tell you a story that lines up with who won and who lost, right? So look at the look at the box score today for WVU, and it's it's weird, right? WVU's playing a lot of guys. 12 guys played today. Logan Rout played like a minute. So actually 11, all right? You start five guys. Unless you're in the middle of that Hoosiers game in the movie Hoosiers, spoiler alert. where, (laughs) Where they end up playing with four guys. And they lose that game, by the way. But... Three starters for WVU out of five, Emmett Matthews, Jordan McCabe, Jermaine Haley had seven points. What's concerning about that is that Matthews of those three had six of the seven points. Okay. So let's, let's look at these three guys. All right. Jermaine Haley, not as worried about him. He's been in double digits the last few games. He came into this program as a pass-first, pass-second guy. So a pass-first, pass-second guy is capable of playing 15 minutes and not shooting a a shot and getting one free throw, okay? That's feasible. Emmett Matthews, he had six points. He made it three early, which is always great to see Emmett Matthews looking for a shot early. But he only played eight minutes this game. All right. A starter. Only played eight minutes. And that's not out of the ordinary. He was leading the team in minutes in the non-conference schedule for the most part. And then conference season rolls around and Emmett Matthews is not his, his play has went down. And thus his minutes has went down. He's still starting, but it's weird to see a starter play eight minutes. And then Jordan McCabe, his stat line, zero shot attempts. Ten minutes of play. Not his best day defensively. This is Jordan McCabe's fourth game this year that he hasn't scored. It's his sixth game of the year that he's played ten minutes or less. I, I don't. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you facts. So what do you do when you're Bob Huggins? Now, what Bob Huggins has done is he's pretty. Been, he's been pretty consistent with the starting lineup, with a couple of a couple of tweaks here and there. But the guys have been the guys, right? And they're seventeen and four. So it's hard to argue with the success. But you look at the stat line, you look at the box score, and two of your guys didn't attempt a a shot. (laughs) It's just a weird look, okay? And you have three guys in your starting lineup that play 15 minutes or less in the game. I'm just telling you that's a thing that's happening. And Huggins is leaning into it, keeping the starting five the same, putting in guys and just trying to find guys, as usual, that can get shots and will not give up layups. So that's a struggle. And then on the other side of this, listen, Bruce Weber, you know what? I get it. As a basketball coach, I've never coached basketball. But what I would assume, one of the big responsibilities of being a coach is repeating things because you have to stand on the sidelines. You can't go out on the court. In practice, you're on the court with the players. In the game, you can't go on the court, all right? So you got to yell and people, it's, it's loud. There's thousands of people in the building. So you got to yell at people and probably say things more than once, right? Bruce Weber, the head coach of Kansas State, He is persistent for me in three things. Number one, overly repeating his tasks. (laughs) I mean, he just yells things over and over. And it's in like a higher pitch that just kind of cuts through everything. And just, I know, I know... Everybody's heard him the third go round. And that doesn't keep Bruce Weber from saying and screaming things five to seven times. Okay. And I don't like it. Number two, Bruce Weber is persistent at going on the court. Like my understanding is you're not allowed to go on the court. And yet multiple times you see Bruce Weber, they have like a coach's box. This guy thinks outside the box, obviously. And he walks outside of the box because he's, he, he cannot be contained, and it's not high up on the list of priorities for the referees, but also, Bruce Weber, stay off the court, okay? And then the third thing that Bruce Weber is persisting at is annoying me. <laughs> I'm very clear in my sports hate of Bruce Weber, and today's Bruce Weber performance, I'm sure he's a very pleasant person. People want to go play for him. Like He recruits guys. He's had success, and yet I find him annoying. And uh, as a person to root against, he's one of my favorites to root against. WVU remains undefeated at home. Only them and Baylor in the Big 12 remain undefeated at home. Hopefully that continues. West Virginia's got 10 games left. I'm so sorry to say that before the Big 12 tournament. Five of them are at home, five on the road. So let's keep this home streak going. Huh? Random thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is a lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime is in the business of making great custom designs for you, the customer. You've got a need. That need is... A great custom design. Dyer Prime is going to fill that need. By giving you a great custom design. And guess what? No design fee. Guess what else? No screen fee. Guess what else? Whatever awesome design they'll come up with. They'll put that design on over 1 million promotional products. They'll put it on a... "Eh." They'll put it on the E. I don't know if they'll do those things, but call or text to find out. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web, DyerPrime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram, at DyerPrime. Hello, welcome back to the final round of the $25 Pyramid. I'm your host, Josh Witt. You know how the game works. You're partner will give you clues. You can't use the word of the answer in your clue. And if your partner can get this one answer right, then you will win. You and your partner will win $25. Are you ready to play the $25 pyramid? Put a lot of time on the clock? And go. All right, partner, here we go. The last Lord of the Rings movie. Baseball games. The baseball season. Tying your shoes. Reading all the Harry Potter books. A trip to the DMV, dance recital, a trip to the doctor's office, nothing, piano recital, a Bruce Springsteen concert, putting on clothes, dry aging meat, Letting a steak rest. A conversation with your family on where to eat dinner. Signing your name. Nothing? Presidential campaigns. Nightmares. The Heisman Trophy ceremony. The outdoor may scene in The Shining. Spoiler alert. Driving across the country. Getting your keys out of your pocket when your hands are full. Red lights. Food in the slow cooker. Brushing your teeth. Steak and shake drive through Letting a steak rest. Building an audience for a niche podcast. An episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. Really? You don't have it yet? Any podcast episode? The movie Magnolia. The Oscar ceremony. Dial-up internet download speeds. A three-mile commute in Atlanta. Making a pot of coffee. How much time's on the clock? Small talk with strangers. Making a pie crust. Gaps between Kendrick Lamar albums. Remembering names from people you went to high school with. The NBA Duck Contest. This bit, the bit that I'm doing right now. Charging your phone. The self-checkout at the grocery store. Cutting your grass. You still don't have it? Elevator rides with strangers. Explaining an inside joke. Oh, I could I know what I, I should have started with this. The last two West Virginia University basketball games. Things that take too long. Bing, 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 bing! Bing, bing, bing. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're the winner of $25. You got the answer right within five minutes. Congratulations. Uh, that's, (laughs) I mean, the game is too long. Congratulations. I mean, the referees are having conversation with the players. They're having conversations with each other. They're going to the monitor. They're going to the coach. I mean, they they were shaking hands at the end, and Huggins is still talking to the referee. How many times could they have been like, can we take this conversation offline? I don't know if that worked or not, but for sure, too many fouls, too many conversations, too many mess-ups with the clock. Too many look at the monitor situations, too many commercials, the game is too long. Final thoughts coming up. Congratulations. Permanti Brothers is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Permanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Huge screens, huge deals, and way better than sitting on your couch. Download the Permanti Brothers app and score big all season long. All you need to do is download the app, scan your receipt, and you'll start earning points with each dollar you spend towards free food and awesome deals. Permanti Brothers, your go-to brothers on game day and every day. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for WVU is another home game. This coming Wednesday, February 5th, 7 p.m., ESPN2, playing Iowa State, the Cyclones. They're not very good, but everybody in the conference is pretty good. Both can be true. They're 9-12 on the season. They're 2-6 in the conference, but they've beaten... Seton Hall. Seton Hall is like a top 15 team. One of the rare better at offense than defense teams in the Big 12. And they have, here's the concerning part, if if we're concerned about this game. They have an NBA lottery pick on their team. Their point guard, tall point guard, Tyrese Halliburton. He's averaging 16 points. Six rebounds, seven assists, and he plays all the time. And he's really good at basketball. Like he's played, and like I thought Javon Carter played a lot of minutes. This guy, he's played 40 minutes, nine games. And another game, they went to overtime with TCU. He played 45 minutes, the maximum amount of minutes. That's crazy. So West Virginia has depth. Iowa State does not. They have, Iowa State has a lottery pick. WBU, as of right now, does not have a lottery pick. And West Virginia's playing at home. So, all those things, we'll see what happens on Wednesday. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms, or just a few. Listen on Apple Podcasts, please. Listen on Spotify, please. Listen on Anchor, listen on Pocket Casts, listen on Overcast, listen on Pandora, listen on something called CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. That is a big help to me. It means on your device, the podcast will automatically download to your phone, and then you can turn the volume all the way down, press play, so you don't have to listen to me do a six-minute bit. Of the, with the punchline, the game is too long. It's very, it's a very weird bit. I don't want to explain it. But uh, I it, it took five minutes to get to the punchline of the games take too long. This, a little bit of irony, if I know what irony is. Anyway, subscribe to the podcast. Maximum appreciation. Until next time. I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. The, the season is getting closer to the end than the beginning. So this is things that are too short when they're winning. (laughs) Right? At this point last season, the season was uh, things that take too long. Because definitely wanted the season to be over by this point. This year, West Virginia's doing well. Ranked. Season's too short. Anyways, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WBU for the 2019-2020 season. 17 wins, 4 losses.